So I have been on vacation for the last week. This is the last day. And my body feels fantastic. I work my body very hard from carving and axing all day, most work days. And I try hard to not push myself too far, but I'm always tiptoeing up and tiptoeing back from the edge of what is too far because I am not yet able to work all day, five days a week carving and not be tiptoeing towards that edge. I've worked myself up to the point where I'm awfully close, but it's been a long process of developing the right muscles and, and the, the stamina and endurance. It's something I trained for. Um, and it's not something that you can start carving and expect to do. I was just talking last week with John Sussman, who is seems like he's struggling with some tendon and nerve issues, and I was telling him about the nerve glides that I do um, to help make sure that the nerves in my arm are still moving in their, their grooves appropriately. And... Um, I think it's worth breaking things down into <clears throat> two categories. Things that will get better on their, on their own, if left to their own devices, and things that won't. It's not as simple as biological or not biological, right? It's easy to think, well... Organisms heal themselves. Machines will never heal themselves. Uh, that's one simple way of thinking about it, right? And I, for one, am always guilty of hoping that my car will fix itself like an organism if I just let it rest, if I just ignore the problem. But that's not how cars tend to work. Um... But it's worth recognizing that there are times when your body won't naturally fix itself for various reasons. It's if it's gotten into a feedback loop that is harmful. And it's also worth recognizing that there are times when non-biological systems can create the effect that you want. Think about a great example, for instance, is if you want to get the kind of raw boards that then weather to get that sort of speckled black and honey colored thing that you get, at least around here, um, that's time. That's setting up the right parameters. Rough sawn boards, generally south-facing, gets the deepest tone shift like that and then just giving it time. And the system of um, how the wood reacts to time and the, the, I think it's actually a mold, that black stuff, um, but not a bad one uh, that develops, that's time. 
but you set it up and then you don't do anything. Whereas a lot of non-biological systems, you have to be constantly pushing against things breaking down. There's a stone retaining wall at my grandma's house in New Hampshire that is has been sort of pointed with cement several times over the decades and is threatening to fall apart. And I told my aunt and uncle who are taking care of her this summer, look, it's not hard. You just get a couple bags of ready-mixed cement, mix it up, bring a bucket of it down there, and just start tossing it into the cracks with a, with a trowel. And it's the sort of thing where uh, if you catch it before it gets bad, it's way easier to deal with. And in that respect, that's similar to how our bodies work at their best. And if you can catch the early warning signs of tendonitis or carpal tunnel syndrome and back off, do the, do the things you need to do to let your body heal itself, you'll be in much better shape than if you push and push until you've gone over that edge. There is a threshold, and you can, if you're a little bit aware of your body, you can feel yourself approaching that threshold and get the hell out of there. Stop carving for a while. Now, if you're like me and you make a living from carving, you can find yourself in this bind that you feel where you think, well, I, you know, then, then money isn't coming in, or then I'm not f pursuing my dream, you know, I'm not having the discipline. But without health in your body, uh, it's just not, it's not worth it. And it's, and you'll push yourself to a point where then you need surgery to release a tendon in your elbow, and it's, that costs money, and it's, it is a false economy to do that. And the truth is, there are lots of things you can do to further your passion for spoon carving while not carving spoons. There are lots of things you can do to pursue a business spoon carving that are not carving spoons. You can back off of carving for a week, like I did, and either take a vacation and achieve other important, valuable things in your life, whether it's memories with your kids or, uh, or projects that you haven't had the time for because you're spending hours a day carving. Or you can do things to work on your business, like work on your website. I know my website certainly needs work. It always could use more work. There is, there is a with the advent of social media, I mean, I guess this is probably always true of any business ever. There is an endless amount of stuff that you could be doing that would be good for your business if you spent the time doing it. A lot of times it's sort of the bottom of the barrel. It, it doesn't get the attention because it's not as critical, but it doesn't mean that it's not worth doing. And so you can spend your time not doing the physical thing that's bothering you and still accrue benefits for your larger goal. 
And that's a much smarter use of your time than pushing yourself until you get injured. One of the things that I've learned the hard way is that injuries you sustain in your 20s nag you and plague you in your 30s. And I can only imagine what that does in your 40s and 50s and 60s. When I was just out of college and working on sailing ships, I sustained an injury that pinched a nerve in my neck. Not huge in and of itself, but I exacerbated that with the work I was doing and pushed and pushed until I lost the use of my left hand. I'm I'm left-handed. And it was only basically stopping doing everything for two months that gave me the use of that hand back. But ever since then, I've always been a little dicey. It's not that it has been weaker. It's still my stronger hand. But it is prone to re-exacerbation of that old injury or weakness, or whatever you want to call it. So it's worth looking at your situation in the mirror and asking yourself, truthfully, would the sky fall if I stopped carving for a week? And I guarantee you the answer is no. Would my body heal from a place that feels a little sketchy right now to a place that is better if I stopped carving for a week? And if the answer is yes, then I want you to do the rest of this exercise, which is make a list of all the things you could do in that week that wouldn't require you to use your body in the same way, but that would be awfully nice to have done. Whether it's work on your house, work on your resume, work on your relationships, work on your business. There are lots of things that you can do with your time and lots of ways that you can make the whole picture of your life better. And sometimes that means backing off of the thing that you do primarily because you need to give it a rest. I'm excited to be back in fighting form. I'll be carving again tomorrow. Um, And I look forward to seeing you all there when I do a, a live carve. Maybe I'll do a live carve tomorrow. And then we can just chat about whatever you want to chat about. If you have things you'd like me to discuss, please send me a DM or mention them in the comment for this post for this episode, um, in the post for this episode in my feed. And I look forward to seeing you there. Thanks for listening. Talk tomorrow, guys.